What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to the Mitch Davis Show. Thursday, March 14th, live from the FedEx Forum on the court here at the AAC Tournament. I'm going to be joined momentarily by Isaac Simpson, my guy over at Rivals.com, Tiger Sports Report. I work with the guy. He's my co-worker. We cover the Tigers together. He's a wonderful guy. Love him to death. We've had a lot of fun during session one. So in this podcast, we're going to talk about session one of the AAC Tournament. It's been an awesome day. It's been it's truly been a great basketball day. But first and foremost, before we get into talking a little hoops action, wanted to have some friends over to watch the game but don't have enough space. Wish you had an open floor plan so you can pay your game day chili in the kitchen. Watch overtime on delivering TV. If you answered yes, it's your time to call John Mary and Anna Halton from Century 21. They're licensed realtors with years of experience who can help you find the perfect home. You will be game day ready in absolutely no time. Call John Murray and Anna directly at 731-225-5655 or call their office at 731-668-7700. Century 21 is located at 620 Old Hickory Boulevard in Jackson, Tennessee. Next Old Hickory Steakhouse. Each office is independently owned and operated. I'm your host, Mitch Davis. You can find me on Twitter, Mitch Davis underscore eight. Like the Facebook page of the Mitch Davis Show. And also, you can find our podcast wherever podcasts are found at just simply the Mitch Davis Show. I'm going to be joined momentarily by Isaac Simpson. I, I am joined by Isaac Simpson from Tiger Sports Report. He's kind of like my boss at the AAC <laughs> tournament. Isaac, how you doing, brother? Man, can't complain, man. Like, full day of basketball, full weekend of basketball, man. So I'm excited to be here with my guy, Mitch Davis, and we're man, doing some, some great basketball this evening. Another two games on tap tonight, saw two this morning, so we're ready to go. Man, I do want to apologize to all my listeners. We can't find a quiet place here at the FedEx Forum. <laughs> this place is rocking. It's a great environment, so that's why we're having to do it court size. Your background noise, I do apologize. Isaac, let's talk about that UConn and South Florida game. What did you see a little bit that stood out to you? Oh, well, first off, it was one of the, the games outside of the Memphis game, obviously, because we covered the Tigers. One of the games I was most looking forward to was the 8-9 matchup between UConn and USF. Um, uh, interesting game, because you kind of look at some of the numbers. Uh, South Florida actually out-rebounded out UConn in the game, and UConn really shot terribly from the free throw line. Uh, if you look at the box score, you might think South Florida won the game, but it was the three-pointing shooting of of, of UConn that actually won the game for them, and I think that was the big difference in the game. But it was a, it was a close game. Uh, South Florida had some chances down the, down the stretch to, to kind of get back in the game, but uh, weren't able to pull it out, and UConn walked out of here uh, with a victory. You know, we talked about this game. UConn won this game 80-73, to 73, but it, that score is so much bigger than that game actually was. That yeah. game was so close. Even going down the stretch, it was a really, really good game. You really couldn't tell who would win that game because you did mention the rebounding differential. South Florida out-rebounded by, by three rebounds. Yeah. And the only thing that kept UConn at winning this game was the shooting percentage in the first half when they shot, what, 75%? 75%, yeah. Um, and tremendous play from the from the UConn guards. Uh, Kristen Vitale, big day for him. 4-4 uh, four, four from three. Uh, scored scored uh, 12, 12 points in the game, all from the three-point line. Uh, Darren Smith also two of two from three. Uh, and Jalen Adams, three of seven from three. Uh, three guys there in double figures, 12, 10 points, and 11 points. Uh, and the three-point line was definitely a difference uh, in the game. I think they went a total of uh, UConn shot 13 to 24 from three, well, with South Florida going 7 of 24. I uh, mean, I think that's different as the game. 18-point difference there. Um, and the final score was 
seven point differential. So if South Florida could have protected that three point line a little more, I think they would have won this game pretty easily. Uh, now, but some hot shooting from, from UConn early in the game. Now, see, with UConn's wins, they advanced to face a very tough Houston team. But we were talking a little bit earlier how UConn has a shot to upset the number one seeded Houston Cougars. How do you see that matchup playing out a little bit? Yeah, uh, I think of the two teams, I think, even though I think South Florida, you look at the numbers, like we said, could have won that game. I think. I think uh, Connecticut matches up a little bit better with uh, South Florida me about with Houston. Um, and that's a game where, if you're a Memphis fan, you're looking at a possible match, a Saturday matchup against Houston or whoever wins that game between Houston and UConn. UConn is a team that I think that could, could give Houston some trouble. Um, Houston is the favorite to win this tournament, obviously. Uh, top 10 ranked team. Uh, really, really can play really well on the defensive end, but I think UConn is a team that can put some points on the board. And I think if you're going to beat Houston, you got to put some points on the board, and UConn can definitely do that. As we saw some hot shooting from the three-point line, they're going to need more of that tomorrow if they're going to upset Houston. But I definitely think UConn has a shot. I don't think it's going to be an easy game, and I think it's going to be a game that goes down to the wire. You know, let's talk a little bit about the Tigers. The Tigers had a huge, huge win over Tulane. Tulane fought them to the no, Tigers win 83-68. to but the two-lane green wave, they did not go away. Like, they just seemed to just hang around, keep hanging around, keep hanging around until the Tigers were able to put them away. What are your first kind of quick takeaways of that game? Um, it was a game of, of you split the halves probably in four parts. Uh, the Tigers come out, kind of struggle a little bit from the start, some, some middle mistakes, some unforced turnovers, that, and, and really kind of played poor defense on the perimeter, allowed Tulane to come out and hit some three-pointers that kind of kept them in the game. And about midway through that first half, light switch flipped, and Memphis got the hustle plays going, got some turnovers, got out in transition, and that's when the Tigers are at their best. Uh, but in the second half, they kind of relaxed again and kind of allowed Tulane to hang around. I mean, Memphis only won that second half 31-30. I mean, Tulane was really in that game, uh, knocking down shots. They kind of fought them tooth and nail in the second half. Jeremiah Martin, uh, Tulane got a double team him in the second half, so it was kind of a struggle for him. Even Davenport uh, really came into that second half, and Helped, helped carry this team. And I think if it wasn't for his nice play in the second half, 12 of his 17 points in the second half, I think Memphis could have been a different story. Uh, but Tulane, 0-18, coming into the game in conference play, I think really showed themselves well. I don't think they really have anything to hang their heads out coming into this game as a 17-point underdog. Yeah, you know, let's talk a little bit about Jeremiah Martin. Jeremiah Martin had 21 points, but also our guy, Keevan Davenport, baby. I went on Sports <laughs> 56 with John Harden earlier and said Keevan Davenport is so, so crucial for this run for the Tigers. And Keevan Davenport came out here, had 17 points with 30 minutes. Jeremiah Martin, 21 points in 31 minutes. Talk about those two performances, because I know you asked Coach Penny Hardaway at the press conference about the minutes. Talk about that a little bit and how he was evenly distributing the minutes. I mean, everybody got minutes today. Yeah, um, I mean, I think, looking look at the tournament, I mean, you got to possibly have to play four games in four days if you advance all the way to Sunday's championship finale. Um, I think... If you, if you ask Benny before the game, I think he would have rather probably for not to have that many guys go over 20 minutes, but it's kind of a necessity. As we kind of talked about, this game was a, a lot closer probably than Memphis wanted it at times in the second half, so he was kind of forced to play those guys, as he told us after in the post-game press conference. Uh, but, but Jeremiah Martin, uh, not one of his best games, he did have 21 points. Uh, a lot of those points, I think 11 of those points came from the free throw line, uh, but I don't think it's a game where his usage was really high, so I think he should be rested going into tomorrow's game. And I think that's kind of what you wanted. Right? Because Jeremiah Martin obviously is going to go big, but this team's going to have a chance to advance all the way to Sunday. But even Davenport, I think, is the X factor you know, uh, for this team. When you look at the box score a little bit, something that really jumps out to me is the 46% from the field. 
the Tigers have got to figure out that consistency. All year long, they're averaging right around 40 to 45% from the field. they got to be able to find that consistency to be able to beat one of the hottest teams in the league and one of the hottest teams in college basketball in UCF right now. Yeah, I mean, UCF is tough. And, and like you said, all throughout the year, Memphis has had points of the game where they they look really well. But they're, they're, they're at their best when they turn get the other team to turn the ball over and they get down in transition. But kind of when the game slows down and kind of gets in the half court, sometimes they really struggle. And that's what kind of what we saw at, at times today. So they, they got to gotta find that consistency in order to beat a team like UCF and even go past there. You're talking about possibly Houston and Cincinnati. you got to consistently put points on the board or these teams can, can run you out of gym. So that's definitely something that they got to work on and, and hopefully they can get that continuity throughout the game and play a complete game in order to get these victories. You know, let's talk a bit a little bit about UCF. We know there's Taco Falls. We know their guard plays very well. The Tigers beat them by 20 points here at the FedEx Forum earlier in the season. How do you see the second game turning, or the third game now? They lost at UCF by, what, six or seven? Yeah. How do you see this third game turning out for the Tigers? Yeah, they fell down in Orlando a few weeks back, 79 and 72. Got the big 20-point win and kind of dominated that game from the start. Uh, UCF, UCF was never really, really into that game. Um, but... I think Memphis, Memphis has shown all year that they're a much better team at home than they are on the road. Uh, I think we've seen that consistently. And if Memphis gets a big crowd out here tomorrow, I think they'll have all the momentum. I've talked to Jeremiah Martin a lot throughout this year, and he, he really wants to will this team to an NCAA tournament for has a lot to play for. I think he was snubbed in the Conference Player of the Year award. I think he has that on his mind as well. Uh, but with the big tiger crowd and them playing at home, I think they'll have the momentum, and I think they'll have what it takes come out and get an upset tomorrow. You know, Isaac, now that the band is playing, yeah. it's going to be impossible to record this podcast. Yeah. Tell everybody where they can find you. We've got two more games, starting with SMU and Tulsa tonight, and then the late cap, Wichita State and East Carolina. We're going to have full game coverage throughout our Twitter. Sell your Twitter, and we'll close it out. Yeah, you can find me at Isaac underscore Rivals. That's I-S-A-A-C underscore Rivals. Uh, like I said, man, two more games to go tonight, so we'll have full coverage for that. And, and other than that, man, just enjoy tonight's nightcap, and we'll talk to you later. I think you and I are going to be team no-sleep after this weekend, man. We're going we're gonna to keep rolling, we're going to keep rocking, <laughs> and we're going to bring the people some more fun podcasts. Isaac, thank you so much for coming on, man. No problem, man. Enjoyed it. Guys, this has been Mitch Davis from the Mitch Davis Show. Hey, look, this is March Madness, so we got the band going. Follow me on Twitter, Mitch Davis underscore eight. And we're going to bring you more coverage from the American Athletic Tournament throughout the weekend.